What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Self Helpless Podcast. I'm Delaney Fisher. And I'm Kelsey Cook. And today we have two incredible guests. We have Kristen and Jen from I Mom So Hard. You guys, this is awesome. Get excited. Uh, so excited. Kristen and Jen had multiple sold out stand up tours, and now their new podcast, I Mom So Hard. They have over 2 million social media followers, over 300 million video views, a one hour Amazon Prime comedy special, a New York Times bestselling novel, and two sold out tours under their belts. You've seen them on Good Morning America, The View, ABC News, and now here they are with us. So without further ado, Here's our interview with Kristen and Jen. And we have Kristen and Jen from the I Mom So Hard podcast. Oh my gosh, you guys, we're so excited to have you. Thank you for doing the show. We're <laughs> excited to be here. Are you kidding me? This is super this is excited. Yay. Um, so, you know, before we really dig into the good shit, uh, do you guys have a quote that you either love or hate? Whoever wants to share. I'm going to let Jen go first. And mine's going to be the tail end because it has very little meaning, but it has a funny punch. So I'm going to let Jen take it away. I love all quotes. I love funny ladies and I love self-help. So I'm about to explode right now. Let's just get that onto (laughs) the table. So I said this the other day when Kristen and I were podcasting and she hadn't heard it before which isn't surprising because I don't know if this is a famous quote, but I wrote it down. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, no, my, my college professor said it and I, he, I don't recall that he was quoting anyone, but he said, we should strive to be someone upon whom things are not wasted. And it I love that. 
it struck me and I think about it often. I mean, I just graduated from college last week. Yeah. So, so it's fresh. Know. It's yeah. fresh in your brain, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here to yes and you and support Thank you. you. Yes. <laughs> in your bag of lies. Very nice. <laughs> With that quote, I wonder what like what things are they talk are they referring to? Well, for me, it always, it, it's always meant like a, a reminder to be present because there yeah. could be some great joy or some great need going on in front of you that if you are too wrapped up in yourself, you will completely miss. Yeah. yeah. And also that like, you don't really get to like honor like people you interact with and in your interactions with them if they are meaningless to you. You have to find the right. meaning yeah. in them. Love and time. It. Don't be somebody who people are wasting their time on. Yes. Like, have your shit together. Yes. You know what I mean? Please and thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. No guarantees. <laughs> At least be willing to try to get your shit together. The willingness is really, I think, what makes the biggest difference, at least. Right. You know. Well, I think too, we can't, I think that uh, the older I get, and since I did just turn 30, I, I'm very self <laughs> We'll stop this, by the way. We'll, we'll get them all Never, out at the beginning. Not at all. Stop. Nope. Not even close. <laughs> I love it's just, you're both like very young and beautiful. So we yeah, need to like so apologize. I, did you notice oh, I, added, oh my gosh, a, I, I added another ring light? <laughs> just, 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 you guys are so funny. You are <laughs> hot badasses. Like, what have you? Please. <laughs> you're also polite to knock it off yeah quit it, you god you guys are the worst uh i think jen and i both have this self-actualized huge- bitches and everything <laughs> jen this is by the way jen's not going to be able to contain herself because your guys's whole thing of what you talk about is is the stuff she loves to talk oh. about and I oh. think sometimes she's like, Kristen, are you soft focusing when I talk mm-hmm. to you about this right now? <laughs> and it's not that I am, but sometimes I am. Kristen, you should strive <laughs> to be someone upon whom things are not wasted. Hey, they are go. never wasted on me. One thing I, I don't talk, I don't brag about myself, but I will say if there's one thing I don't do, I don't like to waste anything. I'm talking like across the board. And I think that's Jen and I were raised in the Midwest and like, you're taught, like, you don't, you waste not want not like. If you can take a paint can and make it into a planter, you do that because <laughs> you don't need to, you can, you don't need to waste literally and you don't need to waste figuratively. And I think there's that idea that like you, you don't have all the time in the world. We'd love to say that we do, but you really don't. So like get busy doing the good stuff. Oh yes. I'm a big repurposer. So everything you just said gave me a huge hard on because <laughs> I, have I still had it. <laughs> turned like an old easel into a blanket rack. I turned bottles, you know, I I turned bottles into vases. I put a piece of material over my fiance's gaming chair. It's now my reading nook. So I'm all about using what you have. And you know, I am too. Yes. It's so fun. So my dying day. I I always say I'm the reason that t-shirt companies make free t-shirts because if I am given a free t-shirt, I will wear that sucker. Jen's like, stop wearing that t-shirt. You cannot we're going on a daytime talk show. You cannot wear uh, and dentist turn it t-shirt. into a quilt it's, or a pillow. It's not, yeah, it's not it's even her dentist. It's either. not even my dentist. It's like yeah. it's just because I got the shirt. I'm like, oh well. You weren't even at that boat show, Kristen. <laughs> you don't even yeah. <laughs> waste not one so, not. Waste uh, not one not. 
Kristen, what was uh, what was your quote that you wanted to uh, end with a big old well, punch? Now well, that we built now I've set it up. I've really beefed it up. And I need, I might need Jen's help, but this is how I would explain our friendship and why Jen is a plus. Uh, when we do shows there, the, we've had such an incredible experience being on tour and we are lucky enough to play giant houses. So right before we step on stage, I'm generally crapping my pants at every turn because I get terrible stage fright. And I was so embarrassed when we first started because I was like, Jen, I'm sorry, but there's only one bathroom and I made him buy a bottle of Febreze, but it's the best I can do. And Jen never made me feel embarrassed. And she just like looked up at me and she's like, you always bet on the dog that shits. And I'm like, what in the hell are you talking about? And then I, she explained it to me. She's like, the dog that shits has the most energy and the most adrenaline and is going to run mm -hmm. the fastest. And I was like, well, I guess you can bet on me then. They get so, it all out before the race. You know that that dog's got his head in the game. Yeah. Oh my so, God. As somebody single... with IBS, I like, <laughs> why hasn't somebody been yeah. said that to you? Positively reframing me yeah. taking a shit before every time I get on stage. Because if you right. have IBS and you have adrenaline, like, oh, it always makes you have to go before you do yeah. something like perform. Why hasn't anybody made me feel like I'm here I'm for about you? To I feel like a terrible friend. Race. I feel like, yeah. yeah you know, What's Jen, up, Delaney? Jen really showed me up because I have no great. That's what a know, friend does. Who can drop in the ball. Yeah, yeah. I got it. So <laughs> there's, there, my quote circles back to Jen and one of her one million quotes. That's amazing. <laughs> that is going to be the quote, one of the quotes that we pull from this episode. Always <laughs> been on the top that shit. shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never yeah. heard it before and I'll never forget it as long as I live. <laughs> it's my new Instagram bio. I already <laughs> changed yes. it. You go to later. enough seedy places as a child and you will learn a lot about dog racing. So. <laughs> Apparently. Oh my God, that's incredible. Well, should we get right into it, ladies? Let's go. Yes. Yeah, let's we dive have, in. Uh, we have a lot of questions. I mean, you guys are so funny and your mom's. And we like to think we're kind of funny and we're not moms. So we got a lot of questions. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Like. Um, so uh, why don't we kind of start with what, how did you feel like your identity changed when you became a parent? What did it look like before kids and now? Well, in my head, I was like crazy hot before I got married. <laughs> yeah. And then, and now I'm a, a different version. And I, but I, in my head, I'm like so much hotter than I actually was in real life. But because it's been like, like I'm up 20 pounds from where I was before I had kids and I'm tired and I'm obviously older. And like, you feel like that part of you changes. But I think uh, the, the hardest part that where it changes is that it's the perception of other people. Like Jen and I keep running into this over and over where, for instance, we'll work with, with a company and they buy us wardrobe and we'll go in there and the wardrobe is so God awful. It's like, like a button up checkered shirt that is a tunic style and you know bad I'm capris. not I'm and, not wearing a twin set from Kohl's I'm just not that's not <laughs> who I am <laughs> I mean I yeah. will if it's given to me but I'm just saying I won't like it she will but she likes free stuff so I like free stuff but we I think Jen and I both felt like oh there's this idea that your identity is so different after you have a kid because you have to change into this type of person and I I reject that like I'm not 
as skinny as I was, but I'm still going to wear a leather jacket and a t-shirt and cool jeans. And like, I don't know. I remember one woman when we did a Facebook live, when we were very early on, I was wearing ripped black jeans and there was some like woman that was like, I think those are a bit much now, aren't they? (laughs) I was like, they're just black ripped jeans. Like everybody else is wearing them, but because I, what? Yeah, have two children. I can't wear cool clothes. They had the but... crotch in them. They were totally straight yeah. <laughs> pants. Like, 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 yeah. The little Kim blue pasty from the yeah. AMAs. Like <laughs> she Not should see my Thursday pants with no crotch in them. Yeah. Then she'd have a real problem with what I was wearing. Wow. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, I hate when people do that shit. Just judge yeah. women based on what, like, what is the, what is the cutoff in their mind of what we can and cannot wear? So what a, that's such a boring life. If you live that way. Cause my grandma was like 93 when she passed away. And like from her deathbed was like, where'd you get that shirt? Like <laughs> wanted all the slutty clothes that I wore. Yes. Loved all that stuff. We always say though, too, that like, you don't just like give birth to a child. Like you give birth to this this new version of yourself, like you get to carry along, like all the old stuff that you were, there are some good things like where you do your priorities change in a way that I think is really positive. Cause you do kind of give less fucks about what people think about you. You just literally don't have time yeah. to process it, but, um, you're different and it's, it is kind of hard to like accept that at first. Um, and it's not a negative thing. It's just that the way you approach life will be entirely different from the time you have kids. Yeah. You've got no time to care about sort of like, I always say it's like the caulking in between tiles. Like when you're pre-kids, there's a lot of caulking because you're like, oh, I'm going to be careful and nuance this. And like, after you have kids, you're like, that goes away. It's like brick to brick. You're like, "Um, I really want to sit here and talk to you, but my kid just crapped his pants. So uh, if we could wrap this up and we'll circle back when I get home. Like, yeah. There's right. no I'll and apologize I like in 18 years. And yeah. I, I like the way it makes me feel that I get to be very grounded and sort of abrupt. It, I was always abrupt. It's just now there's, I've got people to blame it on. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. I love it. Can you like, can you share like, what's something that you used to worry about or care about that you just don't have time to care about anymore? Cause I, as perfectionist, Kelsey and I are big time, you know, type A plus perfectionist, we would love to probably hear that. Like, <laughs> so you've got, yeah. Oh, sorry. I've got no, one, go. but I was going to cool. say, cause you love quotes. You've heard that John Steinbeck quote, right? Oh, now boy, that here you, we go. And, and now so that you don't have to be perfect, you can be good. Ah, from East of Eden. Yes. Love that. You guys, I'm going to keep coming that. out with them. Please. Be ready. Be ready. Please. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Please. It's going to be all the time. I'm too ADD to recite quotes. I'll be like, when you start in the garden, get a Diet Coke with ice and enjoy your <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that, I don't know what any of that means. I'll tell you something that I noticed, like, and I think this is a really good thing. And it, it would be something I would say to my younger self is like, you will never be ready for anything, not fully ready for anything. You're never going to be picture perfect. Like if you have to get photos taken, you're never going to be ready. Just go get the pictures. Like you're never going to be a perfect, you're never going to be as fit as you want to be. You're never going to be, uh, your content's never going to be as clean or, or good or smart as you want it to be. Do it anyway. Like your idea, 
your writing, whatever it is, like, don't be the thing that stands in the way of you growing as an artist or as a creator, whatever that is to you. But I remember like Jen and I, when we first started, we had to get pictures taken. And I literally called this gal I knew in LA and she could get us the next day. And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh my God, I can't get my hair done. I look, I'm, I wanted to lose 17 pounds by then. And we just got the pictures done and they used them for like a year. Cause we had no time to care about getting these perfect pictures. So I guess that's the thing that I take away is like, just do it. Like, don't, don't hesitate because of this weird thing you have in your brain that you know what perfection is. Do it anyway, get going. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just become like so much more utilitarian and like you just get done what you need to get done and your priorities shift. Like in terms of like, I, I don't, work out as much as I'd like to. And yes, a lot of that is bullshit excuses, but it's also like, would I rather read my daughter a book or get on the treadmill for 20 minutes? I'd rather read her a book, you know? Or would I rather just skim through Instagram? Would I rather read a people magazine? Yeah. I don't even really need a good excuse not to work out. I just need an excuse to not work out. Right. Exactly. Fitness is not a big priority. (laughs) (laughs) Is there, is there something that surprised you guys the most about becoming a mom or something that all of your listeners collectively reach out to you about like, oh, thank you so much for talking about this thing? Um, I think Jen and I stumbled upon this thing that the more, like, the more specific we are about something that has happened to us, the more, the more detailed, the more you make it literally like it only happened to you, the more people identify with it and relate to it. So in early on, we did an episode about uh, postpartum depression and, you know, there's a lot of stigma to it, but Jen and I were like, this, this, this shit is real and it is hard. And like, you have nothing to feel bad about because I don't believe any woman doesn't have it. I believe there's some version of it because your hormones are like leaving your body like a typhoon, you know? And I think when we did our our postpartum episode, Jen and I wanted to be very honest, but it was also really scary. And I was talking about how I had postpartum OCD and I was always worried I was going to hit Finn's head on a door jam or we were going to fall off a cliff or he was, and women came out of the woodwork to say, oh my God, that was mine too. Like, I'm scared to go upstairs. I'm scared, scared to stand near a balcony. Like the is so the second you have like sort of the ability to say what it is that scares you most, that's when people come out and, and identify with it, which is always, cause what if you did it and then nobody did, you'd feel like such an asshole. Yeah. I think too, like there's this, you, you don't care about anything as much as you care about your child as soon as they're born. And like, there's this fear that like saying something out loud gives power to it, where mm-hmm. it, it really just takes the power away. Sort of, if, if you can just mutter it to a friend or somebody you trust, which is why Kristen and I were so lucky when we started saying stuff like, uh, I, I, put the baby down and then I like cry. I can't even function. I'm like really sad. And I, I'm scared. Somebody will think that I'm ungrateful or like, I don't want this because I do want this. Like you're so scared of like being misunderstood, but then God, we get messages from like great grandmothers who are like, where were you 60 years ago to say these things? Cause you feel like you got to like put on a happy face and act like everything's great. And you couldn't be more excited to have this baby 
shitting all night. Like, yeah, right. And it steps outside of motherhood too. It comes into like womanhood. Like when we, when we did the, (laughs) when we did the episode about my body hair, which was Oh, so sexy, you guys. Oh my um, God, tell us. Can you get into that more? Well, I'm sure our I listeners mean, would love that. I don't want to like give you guys too much to work with, but um, <laughs> I had revealed to my friend that I uh, have a lot of chin hair and nipple hair. And I thought my friend would be like, yes, anding, and sure. would also have chin hair and lip no, hair. No, I, I just found was, it funny. She was... <laughs> horrified at my laugh. She laughed so hard at me. And then I started laughing so hard that I peed my pants while we were filming this episode. And I told her that my laser hair woman had quit me, which was true because she was like, it's not working. There's, there's nothing left we can do. And <laughs> you broke the lasers. We broke, yes. I broke many a laser. And they're just like, you have to stop coming back. There's only one tech. We got no, you're <laughs> this is over our team of doctors <laughs> our policy no longer covers your treatments yeah. yeah so I have uh but when we did that then all the women you know were commenting on their body hair hair or on the shit that they you know like when they've gone to the beach and forgot to shave their bikini area or I mean really funny stuff not like yeah. kumbaya sit around everything's terrible stuff like these women are funny and they're like oh you're gonna show me yours I'm gonna show you mine and it's a hoot. It's the thing that makes <laughs> that's us the happiest. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing. I mean, you guys are hilarious and you're so honest and so real and you reveal so much about yourselves, which is a lot of the feedback we've kind of gotten, you know, about self-helpless is we're really not afraid to share a lot about our lives. Um, <laughs> I would love to know as somebody like we've talked about having kids or not having kids or what, you know, on this show, like some of us are on the fence. Some of us are maybe a no. Um, what do you really wish somebody had told you before you had a kid that maybe is not as mainstream as it should be? Like every woman needs to know this before becoming a mom and really think about it before you do it. (laughs) You know, as I sit here and I hear you say that, um, I think there is this thing that we do where if a woman chooses that she doesn't want to have any kids, we sort of feel sorry for her. We're like, Oh, you know, like I have several friends who are very happily married and they've chosen not to have children. They are great aunts and uncles. They live full lives. They are totally happy. And there was always a part of me that was like, how could she not want to have kids? Like I felt like so different than what I was used to. And now I step back and I go, good on you, man. <laughs> like, don't do it because you feel pressure. You should do it because you want it and that you see your life with kids. And it's, by the way, it is so fun and it is so hard all wrapped into one, but it ain't for everybody. And that's perfectly okay. You know? Yeah. I think still it, there's this idea that it is for everybody. And if you don't want them, then you're wrong. But yeah. Uh, even just giving people permission to like that it isn't for everybody is huge. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't understand how you could be a parent and have kids and not understand why, like they will punch you in the face while pulling your hair and vomiting on you. 
Right. If you don't want that, you're in a, you're in a tough spot. What are you going to drop them off? You know, at like twenties anymore, you can't like sell them on Craigslist. You got to (laughs) do the right thing. And, and also they don't get any money. They don't get any kind of money because I, they don't make money either. (laughs) Yes. Don't. I mean, I, I understand it now and I'm like, yeah, you're, you're, you're giving up a huge part of what you would do with your life to have kids. I, I feel like it's worth the benefit, but if you don't, I understand that totally. Right. Yeah, you're talking yeah, about you guys. You guys are young, and do you are do you each have partners? I'm single. You're single. I, yeah, I am engaged, and we decided I, that we probably don't want kids. Well, you. I always say this too. Like I always say, like it, you. You know, when you're young. It, you never know. Be, be open to always changing your mind one way or the other. Like, yeah, very open. Cause that's, yeah. that's the thing. I'm like, I don't know that we, any of us at any time in our lives get to make definitive answers about life. Cause life is going to chuck you a curveball one way or the other, you know? Right. Um, right. She so, says that cause she was five months pregnant at her wedding where, I, you know, <laughs> there's birth control options too. Right. If you are interested in that sort of thing. I didn't know how it worked, Jen, you know, that I'm not going to buy biology that wasn't my if I was good at that I'd be a doctor not a theater degree I didn't didn't even know that would really happen this this is the part of the speech she gave to her mom she was like I don't look you don't know what life's gonna do all of a sudden you're what in a shakiest parking lot getting knocked up by your fiance and it was not a fucking shakies Jen it was it was a sonic it was a caro's it was a Karos. <laughs> Please Parking. tell me you, you got a piece of apple pie after. No, we didn't okay. go into the restaurant. We uh. used their their parking lot to conceive our son. And someday Amazing. I will tell him that romantic story and yeah, I will yeah. use it as a cautionary tale. <laughs> they're, they're doing the Lord's work, providing, <laughs> you know, yes. we're yes. just trying to keep it real with all the people in our lives. <laughs> Oh yeah. I was going to ask, how do you guys adjust to, I know you were just talking Jen about being vomited on and like baby shit all the time. Like I feel like a lot of women talking about this struggle from being able to go out and get dressed up and feel good about how you look. And now you're caring for something that is constantly ruining your clothes, (laughs) your hair or whatever. How do you maintain that? Like I want to feel good about myself because I think a lot it, of people struggled with it just in quarantine, even not I, having. Yes. To go. I think Jen is very good at this. I think I, I let myself, I hate the word, let myself go. But like, I remember when I had basically a toddler and an infant and I would like wear my husband's t-shirts cause I was still like nursing. And I just felt like I had like weight on my shoulders and it just was so I would wear my husband's t-shirts and like these ugly ass cargo shorts. And I just looked terrible. And my husband said it and he said it in the nicest way. He went to target and he bought me a bunch of clothes and came home and he goes, I think you're going to feel better if you put something like this on. And because they were from target, nobody cared if they got barfed on. And I really don't care about that, but what it is, it is a, it is really important that, that as women, we we do whatever makes us feel good so that we feel our best. If that's getting glammed up and wearing full makeup, great. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. If it's getting in a pair of shorts and going on a hike because you feel sexiest there, do that. Like, I'm not saying it's the same yeah. for everybody, but Jen, you know, loves makeup and lipstick and um, she's done her her Jedi mind tricks on me. Like, oh, I really like that color of lip. And then I wear it all the time. And I feel better when I look better. So I think it's important that we we push that pedal. Sometimes that's on us that we take the back seat and we just let it go, but we don't have to do that. No one right. no one says we have to do that, you know? Right. I I do and and it really is more like a form of self-care than it is just pure vanity. Maybe it is vanity because I'll like if I don't put on, I do my eyebrows. I always I haven't, but I get eyelash extensions because I have like none. And then I'll I'll do just a little bit of powder and a lip gloss. Cause if I don't, every time I walk by something reflective, I'm like, dear God, you <laughs> used to be human. What is I look like Remember uh, that movie Monster, Eileen Wanos? That's IOS where you do like, not no neck. It's it's <laughs> Uncle Fester. So dumb. So I just feel I feel better about it when I do it. But the the truth is, unless Krista gets mad when I say this, unless you have your babies when you're 18, your body's not going to pop back into shape. Like you nope. will have a different body, and it's in our uh, our Amazon special in our first live show where. Okay, so I was at Kristen's house and she was like, Man, I'd love to get my stomach fixed. It's it looks terrible. it's hideous, it's a wreck, it's just it's it, it looks so bad. And I was like, Will you show it to me? What what are you hiding underneath that sweater? You looked normal to me. What's going yeah. on? So she like reluctant. We go into her bedroom and she pulls up her shirt in front of the mirror. And I was like, Oh my God, that's exactly what mine looks like. Am I supposed to like hate this? What? Like, and we started like talking, using our stomachs. Through to, like, our talk. stomachs. Just yeah. so you guys know how sexy it is. We were pinching, pinching a Puppeting lot. Our body. Yeah. Full lips on our stomachs. Yeah. Full mouths. Full, full mouths. And it made us laugh so hard that we were like, maybe we should do this in like the, the live show. And I think, was like, maybe we should do this in the live show. And I said, no, and I was, <laughs> like, I was like, let's just try it. And I very was like, persuasive. and then I was like, just don't look down. Don't look down. Don't look down. And then we started doing it in the live show and it was, it was fun. Well, people I, love it. I'm sure. Well, love I it. think the thing that like secured it for us was we went back to Nebraska, which is where we're both from. And we did this like, uh, uh, cancer fundraiser. It was breast cancer. Like 
these women that live in these like tiny little towns and stuff don't have access to like regular mammograms and treatment that they need. So they try to get, it was this charity that was getting like medical care to them. So we were like, we got to go back and do that. And we did it, hadn't even processed us that a bunch of the women in the audience had like had their bodies entirely wrecked by cancer. So when we did it, I get chills when I think about it there was this standing ovation. Like we couldn't go on the screaming and the cheering and stuff because it's like, Oh yeah. Everybody kind of has this part of their body that they fucking hate. Yeah. And you, you can laugh at it. Like you don't have to be embarrassed about it, you know? Yeah. And we were like, we got to keep this in the show. Yes. You know, maybe, maybe the super celebrities out there with lots of trainers and lots of time and lots of give a shits do have like great bods after baby. I was not, I'm not one of those people. I've definitely always packed on a little bit of extra weight, definitely a little thicker in the middle, but at the same time, like, uh, when Jen and I did that and we discovered that we both had the same stuff going on, it was a nice relief. Cause I was like, Oh, I look at Jen, like she's got a perfect body. And like, I still think she does, but I feel like knowing that she had a little bit down there, like made me feel better. And it certainly made our audiences feel better. And then it became very empowering and it made it even easier to have those conversations. The next time somebody brought us like really insulting clothes or shitty, some shitty, like, Oh, this is how you put a mom in a box. We were like, no, you don't. We want to look rock and roll and cool. Just up at a couple sizes. Will (laughs) you? Yeah. (laughs) You know, fuck you. I can still wear black jeans. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm still not ready because my, I got, I took a shower this morning, got like just freshly, as soon as I got done putting my hair and makeup in, I sat down next to my cat and she just turned and sneezed right on my chest, like right on my like bare. And I was just like, your decollete. Well, I'm just going to go back to bed and start this day over. And it like, and, but as parents, you are dealing with that constantly and you just have to become like unfazed by it. You have to become unfazed by it. And then you become annoyed by it. Like in the beginning, when your kids wipe their snot on your cardigan, you're like, oh God, regular day. And then they start getting old enough to know better. And now when I'm dressed up and my kids come in to like hug me and I'm like, I go, no, 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 no. I don't want your face on my stuff. And then I'll go, I go, I'll hug you later. Don't, don't hug me right now. (laughs) Hey man, we have an understanding. I've spent like five years getting like hammered by all their bodily functions. If I'm on my way out to do something where I need to be dressed up, I'm not letting their face happen in my shirt. Yeah. Yes. It's not happening. Trust yes. it. It's for sure. Got like Doritos on it at the least yeah. <laughs> in the very least and like sinus crap. No, thanks. <laughs> you guys, I'm a great mom. <laughs> I know you are. I'm sure. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm just curious to know how, like, how have you maintained like your individuality? Like, what do you do just for yourself that is not connected to being a mother or a partner or anything? What's your me time look like? Do you have any, what does that look like for you? I need to be better about that. I really, I really struggle with that. That's something that is, uh, I can easily become a workaholic and I can easily, um, not give myself down like real downtime. And I've had to like set parameters for myself to shut my brain down and to, and that's why I do like watching a lot of things on TV movies and cause it helps my brain just sort of find something else to focus on. I would love to do more with my art and with drawing and all that good stuff, but I don't get to it as much as I do my TV and a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's my me time too. And it might sound like desperate or sad, but that's kind of <laughs> the world I always like to live in. Uh, but I've always like, even when I was single, I really loved to clean and uh, like doing the treadmill for me was like when I would zone out because I'll like listen to music at both times. <clears throat> and and I still, I'm sure I, it would be great if I cleaned more, but any, I, I have trouble calming my brain and those things really like calm my brain. That and I play like way too much solitaire on my phone while I'm trying to fall asleep because it's like, it's this like mindless, I mean, nothing. I what I should say that I'm reading a book right now, but I'm not. I'm not. I haven't even read our book. We wrote one. I don't care. I don't have time to do it. <laughs> we wrote it. We know what's in it. I think we, I'll get me time in a few years, maybe, hopefully. But yeah. right now, it's all vacuuming. Yeah. Yeah. God, have you guys. babies, you guys. We're it's so sexy. We're yeah. It's so sexy is us. I I just I love how honest you both are and I have a question that I I am dying to hear your response to like if you had to kind of like tell somebody you know or like who is having kids not for you know what I'm saying like if somebody was on the fence about having a kid or not what type of person should maybe be like you know what maybe just skip this part of life and not have the kid I, if you ha- are hot, if you're like quick, quick tempered, I think it's can be hard because at the end of every mom's day, you're just, you're done. You're just so cooked. You know, you really are. I say like most days I left it all out on the field, you know, and you, everything that you say that re- you're raising your voice or getting angry or frustrated at like a person who doesn't know better, you hate yourself for, it would be like a horrible cycle of like getting angry and then not being able to forgive yourself for it. I, I would say like, until somebody had ways to calm themselves down, it's better for your life and the life mm-hmm. of a child not to have kids. That's great advice. People yeah, who wear bikinis also should not. Yeah. <laughs> Kelsey, you're out. Fuck. Yeah, Kelsey. Sorry. Cool it, Kelsey. Bye, guys. Noted. Yeah. Kristen, what, what do you think? Um, I guess I, I don't know how to answer that question because I have seen people who I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be this is going to be a train wreck. Oh, God. As a community, we have to dig in and help. And they, <laughs> and they've All been, hands on deck. And yeah. they've been awesome. So who's to say? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest trick is, and I, I, I would like to think that we've evolved enough as a, as a collective that like as a woman, if you're feeling pressure to have kids and you don't know that it's your, that you want to, then I feel like that's, that's a bigger indicator of your own personal preference as to whether or not you're ready. I don't think anybody should pressure you. I don't think parents should be pressuring you. I don't think like if you're, you know, young and married and they want grandbabies, you know, it might not be for you. So they need to like back off. I don't think that's fair. And I think it comes on the the shoulders of the woman a lot. And I also think if you're older, like I was 34 when I met my husband or 35, when I met, I can't do the math, 34 or 35. And I remember my mom was like, Oh, like, thank God, Jesus. Oh, it was so close. Like, I remember feeling pressure because I was getting older to, to have children. I think that like everybody just needs to back off and let everybody make a decision for themselves. 
Yeah. I thought of one more. Yeah. I think this is probably the most important is if you don't have a partner, if you're like, it's one thing to like decide, like, I don't have a partner and I want to have a child. That's one thing. But if you are, have a partner and you guys have a child together and they don't help you as much as you help the child, you will hate them. Like it will be a relationship wrecker because yeah. you will resent them. Get a pet. Yeah. 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 Get Until a cat or a dog first or a canary and see Get something that dies easy first. Literally, if they can't, if they can't fucking help a goldfish stay alive, drop them. Yeah. Get a plant even. Yeah. Well, I kill plants see, real yeah, fast. Yeah, get so. a plant. <laughs> yeah, see how they do. Something that's less risky. Make sure they water it. If they bitch about watering it, wait be till done. you see what they do at 3 a.m. with a yeah. crying baby. Yeah, be and, done. Be done yes. with that. And both of our husbands are great in that regard. And I, we count our lucky stars for sure that they're like, yeah. Because I awesome. see people who don't have the kind of support that we have. And I'm like, do you want me to kill them? I can make it look like an accident. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're not helping. They're hurting you. We we have friends in Texas. God love Texas. And my husband's from there. And it, it, this is their dynamic. So I'm not judging. I'm judging a little bit. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, the husbands go play golf Saturday and Sunday all day long. And I'm like, what? Like, you better bet your sweet ass we're going to have family time. And by family time means I'm going to sneak off and have a couple hours to myself. Yeah. yeah. Like right. this idea of mama raises the babies and dad brings home the dough. Is it that's those are those days are over. Those are days gone by. Everybody's 50 50. We're all working together. Husband. Yeah. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like Forge FX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And, and we can't um, underestimate a, a dad either because a dad does a lot more than we make jokes all the time because they're never going to do it as well as we are. <laughs> but they, they do give it a good college try and that's important, you know? Yeah. Did you both know that you wanted kids? Like, were you a hundred percent on board before you had kids? Um, I was, I didn't know I wanted kids until after I turned 30. I, I was like, I, I just was ready. I just wanted to do my own thing. I felt, um, that I was very focused on my career and I was high octane and I was boozing a bunch, which was probably not great, but uh, I was having a great time. You guys, I made out with everybody. And then, and then I got to be 30 and I was started to slow down a little bit. And I was like, nah, yeah, I want to be a mom. So then my relationships just changed because I knew that was something I wanted. I always thought it was like, it sounded like a good idea or like the thing I should do. It's like, especially where we're from. It's like, well, you go to college, you find a suitable mate and start procreating. Yep. And uh, I, I did like to have a good time. I still like to have a good time. That makes it sound like I coke up all the time. I yeah. don't, you guys. I, yeah. By that, I mean like eat lasagna and drink red wine. Uh, but and so, do so much cocaine. Oh, God, I'd be so skinny. We uh, so, no one thinks we do cocaine, Jen, I promise. I know. They're My, like, they lack focus and they're thick. They're fine. <laughs> No, I'd have to like. I have to like main. 
mainline <laughs> eye cream in order to keep these fuckers open. Okay, but I will and say- Jen's not thick. Uh, Jen's not thick. I used her for the joke. I'm thick. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, oh, that's so see, that's what a good friend does: is they lie to you. I, <laughs> my quarantine bod is. You remember those stress balls that you like? They stay <laughs> that shit. Like when I take my pants off right now, it takes an hour or so for the waist to like go back <laughs> to the natural. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> hot, you guys. I, so, uh, but I didn't really realize that I had kids until. You didn't realize I, you had kids? Oh, <laughs> hold on. That's Where did they come from? That's <laughs> all the cocaine talking. Like, this yeah, is right. Well, I woke up and I had tacklers. <laughs> you guys, I'm honestly distracted by the word lasagna I said a few minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> So I didn't realize that I wanted to have kids until I had a dog that I really, really loved. And she was like so much work and so much responsibility as, you know, pets are, and especially being like a single woman. But when I had her, but I, I figured out that like, if I had a really good job, like I would just want the next better job. And if I made a lot of money, I would just want more money. And if I, like, there would always be a thing I would want better, but that I was like very content and felt very loved loving this dog. And I thought, well, geez, humans can only be a little bit of an upgrade. So I think I want to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously they punch you in the face sometimes, but um, I, she helped me just realize that I, and I know that that's, dumb but it's It's not dumb oh I think like you realize your capacity to love and I yeah I'm always like I don't know if there is a person you can sort of point out and go you should not be a parent unless it's like I can I've got a a list going at a casino I guess I would be like you shouldn't you probably have them in your car but it's fine I'm I'm feeling targeted right now Kristen sorry sorry it was have you met comedians (laughs) because The majority. Yeah. (laughs) We've been around a few. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. It was awesome to pick your brain and just hear all this great stuff. Yeah. You guys are awesome. You guys have a really good energy. You're like very like grounded in your seat. It's the (laughs) crystals. (laughs) That's great too. Same. Um, yeah, thanks so much. Our listeners have written in, uh, several times saying that you guys remind them of us if we had kids. So it's so cool to talk talk with you face to face. And I feel like, you know, very connected to you both. And I feel like that would be me as a mom, I think. (laughs) Gosh, that's nice. But I almost felt like what you wanted to really say is they write it and they say, Hey, they remind us of you guys, except they're older. That's what I thought you were going to say. (laughs) That's very flattering to us. Flattering way. Yeah, the truth is that you guys have much better hair than we do, too. So I don't know if the podcast audience knows that, but it's... Oh, you guys are effortlessly fine. And I'm like, how many ring lights does it take? (laughs) Why is my right eyebrow? I got one, too. Don't you worry. We all got them. We got them. Hey, you guys are delightful. Man. We wish you yeah. all the best. It's really been a nice conversation. Yeah, it's you so too. Thank you. Uh, where can people find oh. you? Where should they go? Well, you can always find us wherever podcasts are listened to. It's hashtag I mom so hard. And uh, you can find us on Instagram at I mom so hard or I mom so hard podcast. 
can find us on Facebook. That's kind of where the community of our women live. That's where our web series is. And if you want to watch the podcast, which is the new thing, you can watch the podcast on YouTube at I Mom So Hard podcast that's on YouTube. Yeah, and you can what did I miss? Oh, that's it. I don't know. You can God. just Google I Mom So Hard, I think. But if it comes out like there's some creepy stuff, that's the wrong one. So there's I'm, there's us. And then where is it? You know, there's probably something porny under I Mom So Hard, but that is not us. That is not us. Not Someday, yet, though. Anyway. Someday, not yeah. Got to keep, keep an open mind, right? You know what? <laughs> you sure do. And if someone wants to buy what we're doing with that, then that's a niche audience. 2020 is <laughs> not over. Yeah. No else. You never know. We could we could zoom some real interesting shit. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. And nobody's doing that in our house, so we would be we would make no money. Uh, jen kristen thank you so much uh and i hope you have a great rest of the day you too thank you so much ladies oh man they were so great to talk to i feel like very very seen and very uh just it's just nice when people make you feel like you don't have to have kids if you don't want to or that if you Mm -hmm. decide to later on that's cool too it's just they're very accepting and honest Exactly. I, I love the, how uncensored they are, how real, how honest, no bullshit. You know, yeah. um, I knew that they were going to answer all of our parenthood questions very honestly, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> very bluntly. And I super appreciate that. So, um, Definitely. yeah, they were fantastic. Um, we have an iTunes review of the episode. This is from tiger softball, 1313. These ladies are wonderful. I just started listening to this podcast a couple weeks ago. I started with the episode where Tan France is the guest. Love that man. And was immediately hooked. Now I'm starting from the beginning, listening through, and I'm already through 20 episodes. These ladies are great and inspire me and make me want to get my crap together. Not to mention, they always provide a good hearty laugh to get you through the day. As my mom and I would say, a laugh a day keeps the doctor away. Thank you, ladies, for such a wonderful way to perk up. And I don't just mean Delaney's breasts. (laughs) My long daily commute. That is, they are perky. They are perky. (laughs) They're beautiful. They have been shown in exchange for meatball recipes. Yes. They are really like the fourth co-host of the podcast. (laughs) They are their own. Really a form of currency at this point, you know? Truly. Yeah. (laughs) Good bartering system. Delaney's tits. Uh, (laughs) See if you can top that iTunes review, people. Yeah, seriously. That is a good one. Have it, you know. Yeah. Have my tits been mentioned in, in reviews before? Perhaps. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. but this one really, yeah, this one really struck a chord. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Um, do you have any do you have any segments, Kels? Any good shits or yeah, I have a good shit. I, I have a good shit. I went home um to Spokane for my dad's birthday and so we made nice. another another round of my dad covering um songs like hip-hop rap songs or just popular songs on trumpet and it's just so fun I'm, I'm really glad that he and I have found that activity to do together it's really fun for both of us and it seems to be very well received online we get a lot of messages of people saying that it it makes their day it's just a positive fun thing it's it's my sweet dad playing songs on trumpet and it's just a good time so that was my good shit it was really nice to go home that's adorable. I love it. I love it. Um, my good shits. Let's see. You know, I've been doing a lot of outsourcing 
in my in my life, not just mm-hmm. my business, but in my uh, in my overall what do they call it? Like life admin, some sure. And I cannot tell you how freeing and amazing it is. I feel like everything I've done, um, I've probably gotten back like 10, 10 hours or more of my time a week. Wow. So I outsourced, um, I have a laundry service now, I have a meal service, I have grocery delivery, I have a house cleaner. And, you know, I used to feel like, um, that, that was, I don't know. I used to feel weird about maybe paying people yeah. for those things, you know, like you feel guilty, like you should do it yourself or yeah. um, you know, who am I, who is this bougie bitch? You know what I'm saying? And you're providing a service. You're, or I'm sorry, you're providing a job, right? Right. right. It's like, not only are you, yeah, you're giving people work and you're also freeing up your time to do the things that you really enjoy doing or spending time with family or whatever it is. And, um, I just, I feel so good. I don't think it's a, a coincidence at all that a lot of the outsourcing um, has like, you know, it's, it's led to growth in my business as well, because I'm freed up to do more of the things that, you know, move the needle for myself. And so right. I would say that's a big, good shit there. And you don't have to do everything on your own. I mean, it was becoming overwhelming to think like, okay, yeah. I got to, work full time and make money and do all these things and you take care of Maverick and, and, and obviously Cam is here and is a huge help. But I think, I think women especially put a lot of pressure on themselves to do everything for everybody and be everything yeah. for everyone. And if you're looking for permission to outsource some shit, do it, do it, do it. Even yeah. if it's just asking somebody for help or, you know, bartering something, you know, maybe you're yeah. not, you know, paying for a service, but it's been, it's been a game changer. And I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I don't think I could ever go back because yeah, it's nice. I think I used to try to like put pressure on myself to like, it, you got to enjoy cooking, figure out a way to love cooking and like cooking and why are, what's wrong with you? No, right. I fucking hate cooking. Never going to like it. Yes. I'm 30 years old. Don't like it. I've tried and I'm just allowing myself to, to hate it and not do it. It doesn't bring me yeah. joy. It makes me angry and I'd rather do anything else. So that's that. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Plenty of things I do like, you know, For don't sure. have to do everything people. That's, that's what I have learned. So yeah, that's my, that's my I good. I love shit. it. That's great. Um, yes. Do you have anything that you want to, uh, to plug or, or announce or anything? Yeah, I do know that, um, December 3rd through the 5th, I will be headlining the helium comedy club in Philly. So Philly helpsters. I know you guys, a lot of you came out, um, to Taylor's shows recently and, um, I'm, I'm excited to be there, uh, the helium in Philly. So if you go to Kelsey cook, dot com or the helium philadelphia website you can get tickets and the, it will be more of like the socially distanced shows temperatures checked at the door there's going to be a cap on how many people are allowed in it it felt so safe in portland uh, the helium clubs are doing a really good job so if you're in That's philly awesome. come to those shows yay um and i just want to give a really big shout out to one of my clients shout out to keisha tower who's amazing she's actually been on self-helpless talking yeah. about postpartum uh, during the pandemic. And she just had uh, one of her first um, 
in-person pregnancy and postpartum athleticism workshops at one of her local gyms. And she said it was really fun. And I'm just really proud of her for doing that. And she, you know, coaches people one-on-one. She does workshops. She does virtual consultations. She, um, you know, she's available for like private baby showers and stuff like that. I'm just super proud of her because she's just killing it. And she's helping a lot of women um, exercise safely, you know, during pregnancy and after pregnancy and helping them. Um, I just thought it was, a, this is a good episode to talk about yeah, what she does, you know, absolutely. she, um, you know, she helps them kind of like maintain uh, something for them, you know, their, their self-care, their, uh, their me time, their identity, whatever it is, and, and does it really safely. Um, so she's just a badass. You should check her out. You can find her on Instagram at K-E-I-S-H-A-N-I-C-O-L-E-T. So yeah, get get on over there. And she's got a great podcast called the Kentucky Mama Podcast. Oh, yeah. That's yes. great. All right. Well, we love you guys and we will talk to you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We really appreciate it and would love anything you can do to help the show grow and get the word out. So if you could leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, that helps us move up the iTunes charts. If you can tell a friend, a coworker, a family member, anybody that you think would love the podcast, you can also screenshot an episode and share it in your Instagram, in your Instagram stories, anything helps. Also, if you want more of the show, if you want bonus episodes, if you want to be able to be more interactive and help choose podcast topics, you can go to patreon.com slash self-helpless and join there. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Cook Comedy, on Twitter at Kelsey Cook. You can go to my website, KelseyCook.com, which has links to my online makeup course. You can listen to my album, Savor It, on Spotify and iTunes, and you can watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Risks of Fury. How about you guys? Where can people find you? You can follow me at Taylor Tomlinson on Instagram and Twitter. My website is ttomcomedy.com. And you can watch my one hour special streaming on Netflix right now called Quarter Life Crisis. Awesome. And you can find me at delaneyfisher.com. That's where you'll find information about my one-to-one consulting and my online courses. So basically, if you're a business owner, podcaster, or comedian, uh, and you're looking to either start those things or grow those things, you can reach out to me for more information. I also have an email list at delaneyfisher.com where I share my favorite tools, tips, treats, and free shit. And then we just want to say a big special thank you to our wonderful editor, Emma Erdbrink, and our fantastic associate producer, Humaira Nawaz. And you can find everything that we all just mentioned at selfhelplesspodcast.com.